When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're the rock and the hard place. They have the best record in the league. Yeah. They've been playing for the most part. Let's say 75% of this year, they've been playing like the best team in the league. But then when they lose to teams like Orlando three times, they lose to... Um, I might turn around and lose Miami. And then you think about these next couple of games. That's why I think this week is going to be a big week coming up. When you think about having the Knicks come in, uh, you're going to have uh, uh, Brooklyn who is coming in, uh, Lakers. So you have some really big games coming in here uh, to your building. So we'll see how it goes over the next week and if Brad's going to feel any more pressure to make some kind of move. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, it's another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. He is Cedric Maxwell. I'm Joe Sway Pavone. And Max, this is what we were talking about a few days ago, right? In our last episode, why we didn't feel so great about this nine-game winning streak that the Celtics were on. And it was snapped a couple of days ago. And then came another loss, this one, to the hands of the uh, Miami Heat in a three-point game. Or excuse me, what was the final score in this one? Two-point, oh, three-point it was. That's right, 98 to 95 was your final score. The Miami Heat used a 15-0 run to propel uh, themselves in that second half to not only mm-hmm. grab the lead, but they held on tight, right, Max? Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened down in Florida, Max? I mean, you were there. I know we, this is a shorthanded Celtics team, of course. No Marcus Smart. Uh, you know, no Malcolm Brogdon. Two key uh, distributors there. And, um, you know, this team is, is, is banged up, which is what we were worried about going into it. But what did you see out of that Celtics Heat matchup? Like, like you said, uh, a banged up team a team that is, has some swagger, but a little shaky swag. Uh, you like you talked about the nine-game winning streak, and, you know, some of the games that they won, how they played. I don't think they played as well. Um, they weren't as dominant as they were early in the year. Uh, a lot of it had to do with, you know, not having the personnel. Uh, Al Horford did not play. Uh, Brogdon didn't play. Jalen Brown didn't play. Uh, Marcus Smart didn't play. So you miss uh, those four frontline guys that didn't even play. But no excuses on the fact that you look at the pressure that they put on Tatum. Um, Derek White played really well. Um, Rob Williams, great signs for him. Uh, Saw some good stuff from Pritchard. But I'm concerned right now when you think about other guys stepping up, shooting the basketball. And Hauser would be the one. He's that one guy who 
early in the year couldn't miss. You, you put him out there in those corners, top of the key, whatever it was, Hauser was dead red. In the last couple of weeks, last three weeks or so, Hauser's been shaky. And because of that, I think their bench scoring has been shaky too. Yeah, I feel like this team was getting uh, uh, exposed a bit, right, in terms of their depth. I mean, no one expected this team to shoot so well the way they did to, for that to carry on throughout the entire season. I mean, that first month and a half was historic. You like to relate to it a lot to what Sean Granny had to say. How he was highlighting how historic it was, but you always mentioning how it's a long season. This team has to go through it. And while we have to credit them for, for, for having the number one seed for a long time in the NBA, being the best team in the NBA for a long time, However, with that being said, though, the depth, I, I do think they're being it's a, they're exposed here a bit. Right. I mean, when guys are out, you can see they're a much different team, especially one of their guys and one like Jalen Brown. Yeah. Any any team, when you lose a star player, you're going to be hurting because of that. But right. I think that what you look at is the continuity, uh, the structure of the team, uh, the lack of rebounding. Uh, Miami, who is not a great rebounding team, are rebounding you by 10. Uh, Hightower was a guy who came in off the bench who really hadn't been scoring. He had, uh, you know, had some, he had a lot of points against you. Uh, Grant Williams didn't take enough shots for me. He hit the big shot to tie it up. Uh, and then the Celtics just couldn't hold on at the end, but, uh, just, uh, a lot of things that they have to straighten up as a team. And I think, you know, you're about to get it. You're, you're about to get what you look for. You got the Knicks coming in here. And the Knicks right now are playing, they play hard. And if you don't play hard against them, you're going to get embarrassed. The Lakers coming in after that, obviously, you know how big that game is. Uh, Lakers, Celtics, anytime they, they play. And LeBron, yeah, I, think uh, I think your boy Anthony Davis watched our, our podcast because he's playing now. Look what you did. You know, street, you know, street be. clothes, street clothes is Charles Barkley. He didn't, he didn't like that nickname you you appointed him. You gave no, him. No, no, that don't give that to me. That was Charles Barkley who called him street clothes. Um, well, he's not going to be in street clothes Wednesday night or the last night, um, I should say. Well, I think that you look at it in this way playing against the Celtics and coming in being rusty, rested but rusty. Uh, I think is, you know, against a Rob Williams, against uh, Horford, the Celtics definitely, again, have the advantage if they rebound the basketball against a poor shooting team. Now, Hachimura comes in from Washington. Uh, he's going to try to change some of the stuff that uh, the Lakers uh, have been doing. Lakers able to get Hachimura from Washington. Um, so we'll see, okay. you know, how he, how he performs trying to pick that team up. But again, he's not a three-point shooter. He's a mid-range jump shooter. So what are you going to get from him? Because how they struggle right now is not shooting the three. Well, we also have a, um, we have a recent report and in, 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 uh, highlighting the Celtics and what they would plan to do heading into the, or before the trade deadline, which I want to get to in a minute. But before we mm -hmm. do that, um, that last minute of the Celtics game against the Miami Heat, I might be nitpicking here. You let me know if I am, but there was, Mistakes made by the head coach and Joe Missoula and by the star player and Jason Tatum. And I think I, I think you know what I'm talking about, right? Like that last play, you got 20 seconds to send this thing into overtime, right? 20 mm -hmm. seconds. Mm -hmm. And 
the play, whatever it was planned, it, it, it fell. It fell apart because it was the zone or the, the heat went into that double team as they slowly started creeping, creeping around Tatum, I don't know, around 11, 10 second mark. Mm-hmm. I think that was a great opportunity for Joe Mazzullo to call a timeout. I mean, he could have triggered, he could have called another one time, another timeout before that, but I, let's just zero in on this one, right? Doesn't call the timeout. Tatum throws the ball away. He waited until about the six or five second mark to, to throw a bad pass that turned into that, that was a turnover, but this is the second time in the last week or so he's done this. I mean, we talked about the Warriors game, and you hate the whole what if thing, but I, I'm telling you, what when he turned down uh, an opportunity to score over Steph Curry, it just really surprised me in that moment. Now, like that's been sort of the the, the way we gauge Tatum at the end of games, like or at least the Celtics as a whole, and that's a big part of it. Like he's got to like those are tough decisions to make, but someone's also got to help him in that regard. And I thought that that would have been Joe Mazzulla. At that in that opportunity to call timeout and say, hey, let's reset. We got we still have 10 seconds left. Let's 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 do this again. Were you thinking the same thing in that last minute? Well, it kind of, but Joe Mazzula, his his strategy has been this to let these guys play and play out of it. How many times that you know the Celtics will the other team will opposition will score and Southern players look at the bench and Joe Mazzula is like, let's let's just keep going. Keep going, let's right. play out of this thing. So I thought that he felt that Tatum couldn't make a play. The thing that Tatum did in the last maybe two or three minutes, maybe over dribbling, mm-hmm. uh, there have been more ball movement or take him off the ball. I thought that had been better situation. Take him off the ball. Derek White, who had been playing well, get into a pick and roll with him and have some action. The Celtics yeah. had no action other than Tatum dribbling the basketball at the top, trying to beat his man, and, and that, didn't, that didn't work. So, yeah, you had opportunities. Again, you could have yeah. called timeout, but you could have just swung the ball around and maybe called a different play. Right, and that's something that you have to do on the fly because your, your head coach not gonna not gonna call a timeout. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just I guess that's just who the Celtics are at this point. But I, I'm wondering if that changes if Joe Mazzulla is gonna take that in stride and say, "Well, wait a minute, I should have I should have did something there." You know, like shorthanded team, no Malcolm, no Marcus. You know, I don't know. I I, sure, I, was, I, I, was I like that. Short-handed team, no Malcolm, no Marcus, no Jalen. No Jalen. Yeah, and you still had the Miami Heat by the, by the short ones, but you you let up on them. I think that the Celtics just keep playing. You look at their record right now, they still, I, I think, just way they still have the best record in the league. I think that's, I think West now you sound like Tatum. Now you sound like Tatum or one of those guys. No, I, I, I think, no, it's, that's a, that's a fact. They still have the best record in the league. Now, have they been playing a little shaky? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. But here's the opportunity to come home, regroup, bring your troops back. Hopefully, Malcolm Brogdon's playing. Jalen Brown probably will be playing. No Marcus I, so I far. You're saying, I don't you're think no you're going to. I don't think you're going to see Marcus. You, there's outside possibility of maybe seeing him against the Lakers, but maybe not. But if you get Brogdon back and the guys that you have on the floor, if they play up to their ability, they could win these two games handily. Uh, the Knicks come in and, you know, they're going to have a lot of Knicks fans in the building. They're going to want to punch you in the mouth. Uh, you know, Tibbs always has these guys playing hard. So yeah. um feeling just, himself right now too, Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just look at uh, I just look at two two very good games the Celtics have to play here coming up this week. All right. So out of the Bleach Report, my guy Chris Haynes um, has a report 
And it's about the Celtics in the in the in the trade market, which is mm-hmm. to him. He's saying that they're in the market for a for a big man. Now that's been a conversation Ooh. amongst Celtics fans and circles like, everywhere. Let me let me do it like this. Who and why? You have you have bigs right. Let me just you got see. big for days, right? Well, you have bigs that can play. You have bigs that can play right now. Right. You look, you look at Rob, you look at Horford. And uh, you have a, a nice big coming off the bench doing a lot of good things for you. You know, he might be, you know, not be the, the, the fastest in the world, but I still think their bench play uh, with their bigs is okay, uh, is good. I want to see what they do on the wing when you yeah. don't have a, a Jalen and you don't have a Tatum and they're not in. You have to have that other guy. And for a while, I thought that they might be, you know, thinking about going down to Washington, but, you know, I heard that they've already made some moves there to uh, solidify Kyle Kuzma uh, in the position where he's going to be there for the long term. Yeah. That was a name that, that, that was, that was brought up, but yeah, I guess that one's out the, out, out, out the uh, window of possibility for the Celtics right now, but yeah, I'm with you, Max. I'm with you. I mean, uh, three and D guy, someone that you can, that can help you. And when you want to give Tatum and Brown a rest because their, their minutes are, are through the roof right now. And, you know, someone that you can rely on for valuable minutes throughout the playoffs. I mean, the Celtics just, they haven't addressed that. Even last season, you can say the same thing, that they just didn't have that, that, that wing that can, that can help you, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Um, but yeah, uh, back to Haynes' report, though. He says that if, if they're unable to, to make a deal, that they will explore the uh, buyout market, which I think is probably what happens if they do address that. If they do bring in a, a backup big, it's going to be through the buyout market, if I had to guess. I, I don't know what what kind of deal they could they, they could put together right now that, that would be a value. I mean, there's Gallinari's contract that you could put in there to, to, to get you a guy who's making, I don't know, anywhere around nine, 10 million to help match contracts, but you also, you also have to put another player with that. And I'm assuming probably an asset, right? Probably if a, a draft pick, if you're getting a player of, of some, some significance, you know, who so. really, who really gives a fat rat's ass about a draft pick? <laughs> I, I really, yeah, I mean, it's if like you, a, it's like the the the. the if you think about the winning, case, man, if you I don't think know. about it's winning a championship at the end of the day, you're and if you're the Celtics, where's your pick at? Your pick is 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Now they've done well sometimes with their picks late, but you normally you're not going to get anybody who's going to be an asset. I really get somebody who is proved. You give me a proven player over a player that, you know, that could possibly be, then, you know, I'm going with that proven player. There's a, mm. there's going to be a buyout market out there someplace that uh, a proven player is going to be, you know, there waiting. How about this? Would you, wait, if you were, if you were Boston, would you explore the possibility of bringing Gordon Hayward in? No. Why? Because he's always injured, man. I'm we saying, did that. They did that already. I, I understand they had him, but when Gordon Hay was playing well, Gordon Hay was a guy that can give you multiple numbers, and he can he can put you in. He's a good defender. In the short term, you're not investing a lot in him. Can I get him for you know a, you know a bag of donuts right now from Charlotte? Probably because Charlotte wants to lose. Charlotte is not in the, in the position right now. They're looking at the Frenchman or or one of those. High draft, they, they might want to yeah. unload that. Gordon I mean, with the way things have been for them the last five years or so as an organization, I can't. I don't blame them. Like I would be yeah. tanking for Wimanyama every day of the week. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if it if if they if they're that close to getting him, 
Think about those wins against the Celtics. All right, Charlotte, think about that. You know, like that, that's, I mean, excuse me, or the, the Magic rather, right? A team like the Magic, like like those two, those three wins, like that, you're not doing yourself any favors there. But yeah, teams like Orlando and Charlotte, I mean, you have to. This is one of the biggest, if not the biggest prospect we've seen since LeBron James. So. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a big prospect. So I'm just saying, those are the guys that I look at that could give me some stability off the bench. I don't care about, you know, a draft. If you're talking about a draft pick, it's like five or six or three or four, two. Those draft picks like that, lottery picks, you know, uh, you know, nine and below, then okay, I, I, I understand. But if you're protecting a first-round pick and that pick is number 19 or, or 20, how does that make you – how does that make you better? I'm with you, Max. I, I just think the Celtics are in a position right now where they – they have to tread lightly a bit because they've been they've been sending off a lot of these picks, man. Malcolm Brogdon wasn't free. I mean, that was a steal, and I give I give that that that's probably Brad Stevens' right. best deal. Exactly. exactly. But you can't just keep doing that, Max. You gotta well, <laughs> you why, gotta pick the right people. He got it right that time, but well, you, know? you got you got a, a Malcolm Brogdon. You send away some players that weren't gonna play for you. You know, I, I like the the name that everybody's talked about. Said, well, it probably won't happen, but. Everybody said float around. Daniel Tice coming back. Is there a Daniel Tice possibility uh, 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 as a as a big that can shoot? Everybody, they were just floating, laughing about it. Said you, yeah. you you wouldn't be. But I'm I'm going with the gusto here. I think that the Celtics are in a point right now. Joseph, as your dad would say, as your dad would say, damn if you do, damn if you don't. <laughs> you know, it's a, so in between a rock and a hard place. They have the best record in the league. They've been playing for the most part. Let's say 75% of this year, they've been playing like the best team in the league. But then when they lose to teams like Orlando three times, they lose to um, uh, turn around and lose Miami. And then you think about these next couple of games. That's why I think this week is going to be a big week coming up. When you think about having the Knicks come in. Uh, you're going to have uh, uh, Brooklyn, who is coming in, uh, Lakers. So you have some really big games coming in here uh, to your building. So we'll see how it goes over the next week and if Brad's going to feel any more pressure to make some kind of move. This brand new episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is there to help you achieve them. Skip the grocery store and take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh's festive fair collection features limited-time recipes made with seasonal produce and premium proteins. Get out of the post-holiday slump with these elevated winter classics. Fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals features robust flavors and filling portions and ready in less than 15 minutes. For someone like myself who's always on the run, HelloFresh has made my life so much easier when it comes to cooking up meals. I can make them fast, they're really easy, and these are delicious meals for anything that you're into, whether you're into protein-based diet, vegetarian, or even pescatarian, HelloFresh has a little bit of something for everybody. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Cornbread21. That's Cornbread21. Make sure you use the promo code Cornbread21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Cornbread21. 
HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Because the thing we know, yeah. Brad, when you look and talk to Brad, Brad is cool as a cucumber. It, it seems like he has no pressure on him to make any kind of moves, but he's made a lot of really good moves for this team. For sure. For sure. And that first one was after what? Day one. He got the position, right? Boom. Traded for Al Horford. Huge. Like that. Yeah. I mean, granted, there's GMs across the league that would do that, but that's not easy. Like to trade away Kemba the way he did. And I'm not saying that that was like a snake move. But didn't he give away? Didn't he give away? It was best for the, for the franchise. Didn't he give away a draft choice though, Joe Swain? Yes. Ooh, no, first whoa. rounder. Oh, first rounder. You can't keep whoa, doing whoa. that, man. I mean, look, whoa. you know what's funny though? I'm glad you brought this up because you could clearly tell, even though it's only been what a year or so or a year and a half, the difference between Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens. Like when it comes to those first rounders, where they're at right now, Brad don't give a fuck. Like Brad's like, yo, I will sell these picks away. Give me Al back. Give me Malcolm Brogdon. Like absolutely. I, I, I just think about everything he said about Malcolm as a head coach. Like, of course you made that deal. Like, he must have been – he must have had eyes for Malcolm for over a year before that happened, you know? We, so I've, like, always, I've always looked at and Malcolm And he's not afraid Brogdon. to do that. Yeah, I've looked at Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon from afar and, you know, wished he had been with this team. And, and now that he's with this team and what he's able to do, and you put him up, okay, wait a minute, i got to give up a first-round pick and, and, and i got to give away – Man, please! Damn, and I don't think this team. I don't even think this team is championship worthy without without Brogdon. I really absolutely. don't. Like that's how important that guy is, man. Absolutely, because he brings Dude. a swagger. He brings confidence. He's able to score the basketball when Tatum and Brown haven't been been. You could see really feel with him being out for these two personal days of him being away that it's a it's a different makeup. And right. the thing about it is you've lost both of your brothers. If you're talking about having this chip, Marcus is a brother. Brogdon is a brother. You didn't have a brother out there. You didn't have the person, the setup guy, although Derek White played well. Now, the yeah. thing that I was telling somebody on air the other day, is Derek White, does he drink holy water? How many times have we seen this dude get hurt and him bounce back? Huh? He got a he got he was concussed in Charlotte and he played the next day. <laughs> Two days later, he was back in uniform. I was like, Yo, are you good? Are you sure you good? Like you supposed to be out here? I was on air. I was on air when, when he got hit and you could see it. I said, Oh man, he's concussed because he gets up, his neck whip flash, and you know, I'm like, oh my God, and they're walking off the floor and he looks dazed. Right. I'm like, well, you won't see him the next game. Next game in Charlotte, two days later, he's playing. <laughs> the other day in, in Toronto, he bangs knees and he comes oh, hobbling. Right. He comes yeah. hobbling down. I'm thinking, against Miami, he twists the ankle going there for a shot. Comes hobbling down and then starts playing again. This dude <laughs> right now, I don't, I don't know where you got him from, but this is Mr. He is Mr. Durable. Okay, because I mean, I've seen I've seen less, and players, you know, are out and and not in a position to play. So I'm, I'm kind of confident where this team is, and and that's another guy we kind of discount him because he has blocked more shots as a guard than anybody out there. When this offense game is on, and the little floaters and that little set shot he's able to get the jump shot. Efficient. When he's on, he's efficient. He, he's very valuable. But then, yeah. but then you give a first round draft choice to him. For him too, didn't you? You sure did. <laughs> you can't keep doing that. No, you. Oh my god. So you're gonna do a fourth one? 
You can't keep doing that, Joe. You can't keep making your team better and giving up a first draft, first round draft choice for younger players. This dude right there is in his prime. Okay. Market All right. Brogdon right now is where? Is he in his prime? Brogdon. The end of it. Brogdon's yeah. probably in his prime right Still now. Right, yeah, right, right in his prime. So you're giving up a first round pick for a proven veteran player. Brad Stevens gets my kudos all day for that. Brad's like, man, I've been trying to do this shit for years. Damn it. Danny's gone now. I'm doing things the way I want to do it. That's why and I never thought this thing, this thing's not temporary. I'm like, Brad, Brad is good at this. Like, why would he give this job over? Are you kidding me? I remember people saying that about Brad. And I said this to Brad. I said, you know, Brad, people question, you know, the fact of you being now the, you know, the the, the big wig, the, 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 the general manager of this team. I said, who would know the weaknesses or the strengths better than somebody who's been coaching this team for the last five, six years? College background, knows and, everybody, and their moms come in. Brad, Brad knows that. And I think he has quality people around him able to make deals. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the, the way this team is going. This team has, a, if, if they stay healthy, bright future, man. Really bright future. It's, but Meanwhile, you just... But you cannot help the fact that you have injuries, though. Meanwhile, Max, that, that same summer, <laughs> Danny Ainge, the, the biggest reason why Donovan Mitchell never became a member of the New York Knicks is because Danny Ainge didn't get exactly what he wanted. He said, you know what? I'm going to take this deal and go elsewhere. Called up Cleveland, and now Cleveland is a is a damn top Eastern Conference contender, if you will. Like, right? But if you're the Knicks right now, you look back on that. Do you give away first round draft choices for, for Donovan Mitchell? Do, do you you like look, you want this and hey, help yourself. Donovan That's exactly Mitchell. what Randall needs right now. Uh, Don, a guard Donovan like Donovan Mitchell and 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 Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson has been really good for them. He's done a tremendous job. He will be an all-star, but he is not Mitchell. Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, man, is is in a handful of the, the most elite guards in this league. His ability right. to score, strong strength, get to the basket. He he's he's remarkable. He would enhance them, enhance oh. him, right? Like that combination of backcourt. Oh man, like if I'm a Knicks fan, I would be, I'd be done. I'm like, I'm done with this team. I don't give a damn how well they're playing right now. Like, like they've been through so much, man. Like, oh man, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. It happens. It happens. Could have been yours, New York. Could have been yours. But, yeah, man, I'm excited about this matchup for sure. I think New York is going to try to prove, uh, you know, how, how good they are and how teams have been sleeping on them and, you know, Mitchell in the middle and all that stuff. Like, I, I just think it's going to be a really good matchup for the Celtics. Well, you know, lastly, though, I have to ask you before we go, What's what up? did you think about the Shannon Sharp apology? Yes. Yo, I'm glad you brought this up, man. Like, what was that? Like, 12 hours after we released the episode – he apologized. I like. I I appreciate it. I know you did. You're the one that was like he should. No, be. no, dude. What? Yeah, Wait, so he's in the wrong, but you didn't want to apologize, dude. Don't apologize to the entire world. <laughs> you, you, you can't go apologize to the entire world, Josway. I mean, I it was like, why are you apologizing to LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yo, he apologized to like nine people. Yeah, that's true. My, oh, my, my ride and die, LeBron. I want to apologize to you. And maybe the Lakers. You're the uncle. You don't got to apologize to him. Maybe, maybe the Lakers. I get it. But his apology just went too long. 
I thought you would. I thought you loved it because he said he pretty much he sounded a lot like you when he was like, "I made myself part of the game and I shouldn't have done that." He exactly. That's exactly what you were saying though. You hated that. Stop right there. Stop there. That's it. You don't go on and on and on. Why are you? Why are you apologizing to um, John Moran? Into his dad, what the hell? Like, his dad was fanning, man. His dad was so excited to, to talk to Shannon. I, <laughs> he was, he was I, and, and 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 Dylan Brooks, you know, I like the fact Dylan Brooks. I apologize to you, but then you don't have to go and say, "Well, now I know what kind of competitor you are and what yeah, yeah. what makes you Moran, the way you and, and all the how you, can, how you can contort in the air." Give a damn about that. <laughs> Give a damn about that. You, Yo, he got he got too high off that apology, man. He got yeah, he got yeah, into apology yeah. mode and he just got high off that shit. He was yeah, just like, I'm so, gonna apologize to my mom, my, my, my everyone. Like he just went in, man. You know, he was somebody need to have the third base coach over there when he was on second going for home. He just was <laughs> stop, stop, <laughs> stop right there. You you've done enough. I I I love the fact that you took. He, I love that he took, he acknowledged it, he took responsibility, but the run on was the only thing to me, which was, he said, I love when he said, I should have been the adult in the room and mm-hmm. I should have lowered the temperature. You didn't come to see Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp right, should have been right, the afterthought. Right. And I apologize to everybody who was involved. Stop right there. Stop <laughs> right there. Don't make no more. No, no, no more. No more than that. That That was it. That was it. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive all your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. But can you can you can you remember the last time you saw someone like thoroughly enjoy their apology? Like he was enjoying that shit. Like he just that, that's what happened. Like he just got it was like a it was like a a, a list of thank yous instead, but instead of the opposite of a, apologize. I want to apologize to this. You know what? Also, I want to apologize to my high school teacher. Like I thought he was gonna go that route. Like I feel like he was thinking about everybody. Like damn, I mean, Shannon, I mean, you got a lot to get off your chest. He apologized to his grandson. <laughs> when you see this one day, you see your grandpa. Now you're gonna be like, what were you doing? I mean, you you just <laughs> went too far for me. That was yeah. all. I mean, yeah. I I love the apology, but the run-on apology that took it away from me when I thought about who he was and what he did. He said, yeah. I've been bigger than that. I take responsibility. It sounded I like he was talking I, to you, man. I, like everything he was I, saying at that point, I was like, "That's what Max was complaining about." Exactly like, that was, what I said. You lower, yeah. you lower, the, you lower the heat, and you lower the heat in the room. You don't turn it up. And he, and then, yeah, yeah, he even used that language. I turned it up. I was like, "Yo, that's exactly he, what Max." He, he acknowledged what we talked about, but when he started going on and on and and oh, I want to apologize to my first grade teacher. And to the lady who first, you know, <laughs> and to my granny 
who is watching me from upstairs. I saw that one time in class. I'm sorry about that, you know. But when he went to LeBron, I'm like, hell are you apologizing to LeBron for? What what did he have to do with it? He had not the Lakers, yes. The uh the Grizzlies, the fans yes. and stuff. Yeah, you think about them. Right? Um Dylan Brooks, yes. After that, there should have been no more apologies to nobody else. I mean, I, I, I can understand why maybe his station, he said to the people who were at my station. I think he started you know, with I, that. I, I embarrassed yeah. you, and I, I'm yeah. sorry for that. But after that, all these run-ons and all these add-ons to the next one, to the next one. I, I tell you what, I hate for that dude to give me a Christmas list because he must have... <laughs> He's thinking of everybody. He goes think yeah. of everybody. <laughs> the guy in the parking lot who parked my car. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Him. Get him a hundred dollar gift card real quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get him a, a you know. So that that one. And you know who was who probably was smiling more than anybody. It was Skip Bayless. Skip oh, Bayless yeah. was saying, "Wow, I had all this heat, all this smoke, you know, coming dude. at me." And yes, who takes it away? You He's- did. Telling everybody he's sorry. Because everybody, everybody is everybody's always been on Shannon Sharp's tip. They love, they love Uncle Shannon. You know, all his theatrics and what you yo, know, he was a meme, that, Max. That whole weekend he was a meme off of this. And it wasn't negative light. It was like people were like, Man, Unc, don't mess with Unc. Look at look at Unc. You know, mess with Unc. In this place. You somebody, want somebody dropped a somebody dropped a picture with him in that outfit. With the with the parental advisory sticker, it was like, "Yo, new mixtape, like Unk's, Unk's new mixtape." I'm like, "Yo, like he was, it was all love." Like that's why I, I feel mean, like he was, he was enjoying I mean, that apology. He was like, all "I right, mean, all right. I mean, his apology was great, but but I think what what took it away from me too was what he said right afterwards when he said they didn't want all that damn smoke. They didn't want that smoke." <laughs> <laughs> but then you but then you apologize. That, it took away from the apology. Yeah, right? that, that that to me was like that part right there. You had a clear opportunity at that point to say, this is where I'm at. And this, but then you go, they didn't want all this smoke. Uh-uh, <laughs> hell no. I'm about to start a barbecue up in it. Nah, he Jai's dad, oh no, T Moran, oh no. They didn't want that smoke, man. <laughs> it's like they I'm sorry, want- I'm sorry, but also y'all don't want yeah. any of this. Yeah, you know, I want to put that. I put some hands on y'all. Like it's oh. like, okay. Right. But I was out. But I was impressed. I they, I saw a tape on Shannon Sharp working out. Who that dude is a beast. Still, I mean, oh man, he's still he's still a beast. So one of my um, favorite lines. One of my favorite lines was. Um, one of my favorite lines was. Uh, that was me out there. You know, because people would be like, you know, when they make a mistake, they're like, I don't. That wasn't me. Oh no, no, that was me out there. But that was a bad representation of myself. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right. Was that you, Shannon? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, all right, me. <laughs> that was really me. I understand. So to to Shannon, you know, hey, this one's for you right here, bud, because <laughs> I, I loved your apology. You became the adult in the room, and then all of a sudden you backtrack and start going into, I don't know, Willy Wonka or whatever it was. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm a I'm a huge Shannon Sharp fan. Huge. Yeah, you are. I'm huge. so glad you brought this up because I w- I would have forgot. I told myself to bring this up before we wrap up this episode, so I'm glad you did. You know, I wasn't gonna let the, the Shannon thing. As soon as I saw that apology, I was like, you know, he he listened, but then yeah, I didn't. I should have known that you would have been like, he took it too far. Listen, to everybody, he's ever he's ever done wrong. I felt like, damn man, it's like shit. <laughs> to my first girlfriend, 
<laughs> I should have never cheated on you. <laughs> to, my, to my baby mama, uh, you know, to my to my cousin and them. And, uh, <laughs> it's like when you said to my grandson, I was like, damn. It was like, I mean, to your family, but then you went to my grandson, my daughter, like. Oh my to my cousin Jamal, y'all shouldn't have hit you like that. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you back know, in '95. Ray, Ray, oh, Ray, Ray, and them. You know, I ain't. You know, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, man. My bad. My bad, dog. My, Ray, 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 my bad, dog. My bad. Oh, well, yeah. At that point, I thought you should have did this. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. My bad, dog. I'm not up. too big of a man to say when I'm not, to not see what good. I'm wrong. But good to the chase. So uh, anyway. Uh, you guys, we have enjoyed. Hold on, hold on, Mac, real quick before we get out of here. I got, I got, I want to, I want to pick your brain about this real quick. Bleach Report, another one from Chris Haynes saying that uh, nothing, no talks have materialized, but Kyrie Irving is all in on a on a uh, 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 new contract in Brooklyn. I know it's January, it's still early, but what are the chances, for, from in your opinion, that Kyrie Irving signs a new deal in Brooklyn? Oh yeah, I think he does. You think so? I think, I think I think it happens, but it's like a one to two year deal. I, I, I think it happens. I think it probably will be tied up with KD's contract. Right. Uh, I think they'll, you know, want to run right in the same course. But uh, since and this is my, my feeling and me alone, since somebody finally talked to Kyrie and, and because I don't feel anybody's ever really Kyrie's never had to respond to anything other than Kyrie. But when Nike came at him that way, when Brooklyn came at him that way, when the NBA came at him that way, yeah. and they suspended them and all these other things, you see now a more just like, hey, you know what? It's a privilege to be in the NBA. I am happy to be here. And I, I don't care what people say, and I've said this and I'll say it again, from an offensive standpoint, Kyrie might be one or two of the best offensive people that have ever laced up the shoes for the Boston Celtics. Mm. Yeah, you said that before, man. That's, mean, a, that's a huge thing when you think about you got the Birds and you got the, the Paul Pierce's in here, the John Havlicek's of the world. Uh, you know, I don't think none of those guys, you know, burn the house down when it comes to what Kyrie Irving can do offensively. He was just Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is on a whole nother level with, you know, when you think about it, it's not a lot of guys in the NBA that I've ever thought about that. I would give the ball to maybe Kyrie. Mm -hmm. I mean, right yeah. now, Lee, who do you give the ball to? If you want the last shot, give it to Kyrie or Durant, Kyrie or Durant or, or Steph. Yeah. Now That's you're looking three. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody else that you could think of <clears throat> in this league that you go, well, I rather give it to. Would you don't want to give it to Giannis? You're not looking to give it to Giannis can no. you know score and stuff, but you're not giving it to Giannis. But you go with the top people in this league right now. Who you give it to? Maybe the Joker right now, you know, offensively, because you know he's gonna be able to give you maybe more dimes than Kyrie. But uh, you know, you just say you want to. I want to get a bucket. Kyrie's in a handful of. Uh, uh, players by himself in this league right now and maybe to ever play in this game and tatum isn't doing himself any favors right now man i would mention him a month ago but not right now you, you yeah. were you were all in a month ago i said 
Just wait. Give us some time, okay? With this MVP, he I is. It sound like I was all giddy and jumping up and down. Like, gra- were, I think Granny, no, were, Granny was on were, that wave. It wasn't me. You were, you were very giddy. You were jumping up and down, and Tatum <laughs> got this all wrapped up, and then you're going. <laughs> Get out of here! I was now impressed. Going, I wasn't. Now is 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 Jokic running away with it again? Oh, it's a one man race right now. That's not even close. Uh, Celtics fans, if you if you if you don't agree with me, stop it. All right, stop it. You're you're lying to yourself. All right, are you kidding me? What Jokic doing over there in the Western Conference? Oh man, like, Ooh. it's Ooh. insane. And yeah. his longevity. He's been doing this. He's, he's still doing it. Tatum had his hot streak, but he's still doing it, man. Shout out to yeah. Jokic. Yeah. I mean, Jokic Jokic's putting up a triple double when he wants to. Right, and doing, carrying and, that team. What and carrying doing team. and doing it with ease. Injuries doesn't matter. Whoever's available, he's like, "Come on, guys, we're gonna do this." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's insane because wow. he's not, he he might he he might be one of the guys again at the end of the day might be able to average a triple double for a season. If yeah. you think about his ability to put the ball on the floor, the score, pass, rebound, there there are very few of those guys in this. Well, there's nobody in this league right now that's going to be above him. I mean, the, yep, the guy right. that I thought for a while you might think about Joel Embiid, but Joel Embiid isn't doing He was in the race for a little bit. Yeah, he was about a month ago. So everybody right now was like running neck neck and neck, right? And Tatum had a slight lead, right? He jumped out early on. but an Early lead and then uh, uh, Joker, a.k.a. Usain Bolt in this metaphor, freaking <laughs> <laughs> took off, blew these dudes into the dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Remember when he's got shit? He would start dancing before he about to finish the race because he knew what's up. Like, he that's looked, what Jokic's doing he, right now. He's the same boat looking around. He, he, for three yards from the finish line, doing like this. To do that dance he did. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah I agree three with Three pieces, Max? If he three pieces, oh, you got to look out Golden State, too. But Denver, Denver might, this might be it. It might be the year they break through, man. We'll see, but. I, I just, something about them to me is still, I don't know what it is, but they just seem sometimes shaky. We'll but see. the conference is shaky too, Max. That's the thing, and and that's, yeah. that's the Warriors. That's the yeah. Warriors. Yeah, I looked at the I looked at some of the standings. I said, man, the Lakers are way down there. They are way down at the bottom right now. You know, they're going a little losing streak, man. They they're going to be close to picking in, in the lottery. Yeah, they're going to fuck around, and find out. That's yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah, that's, that's true. True that. So. Well, guys, again, we, uh, you know, want to thank you for, you know, supporting us. You mashed that like button. Absolutely. We heard heard from so many of you who've uh, been with our podcast and, you know, have uh, responded. We absolutely love what what you say to us. Especially the last couple of episodes, for sure. Yeah. We appreciate the feedback, man. I appreciate the love. Did get, uh, I did get very, very, very quietly. I talked to, um, I, I went out and I talked to James Brown's guy, uh, Maceo Parker's daughter. So okay. I, I'm going to have an episode coming up soon with Maceo Parker, who was um, played with James Brown. Uh, and he also was, uh, which I didn't know, uh, he played with Prince for a while. And the funny thing about it, Prince said, um, somebody mentioned Maceo Parker to Prince. And he said, he said, isn't, isn't he dead? And, and said no. And when they got Maceo Parker, Maceo played with Prince. So this dude then played with some legends. I'm hoping to have him uh, on with us and, you know, yeah, giving them serious, serious stuff. And we're probably going to try to do it. I'm, I'm looking to do it sometimes 
during Black History Month, uh, just okay. to put the punctuation on uh, his significance and 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 uh, James Brown and Prince and all the stuff that kind of goes along with uh, Black music. Absolutely, man. I can't wait for that. That sounds yep. great, man. Yeah, from everything I've heard, Prince Cabal, like that was like a thing that that was a part of his. Uh, of who he was that people a lot of people didn't know about but the people who did know they were like yeah put a stamp on him he's he's legit like he's a legit baller that's cool yeah. all right my brother we'll holler at y'all later as we say we're gonna keep it we shannon sharp we want you right now to keep it on the what keep it on a hundred uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't keep it on a hundred this time no that wasn't on a hundred <laughs> He kept it on like 90, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I'd give about 86, maybe. But what you got Shannon Sharp. These are our words to you. Keep it right now. Let's get it together, Josue. Keep it right now on the on a hundred. Yep, that's it. Well, that's what we do. <laughs>